Hello, my friend. You are tuned in to a brand new episode of Tide Pod, and today I am actually extremely excited about the topic that we're going to cover because it's one of those things that is very much considered to be a nice to have, but in reality, it's actually one of the more human things that you can really prioritize as the leader of your company. So that's right. We're going to actually chat about different holistic wellness recommendations that you, as a leader, actually have control over in terms of making your team's lives better overall. Like we're using the word holistic for a reason here. So what I'm really going to dive into today are some low cost and or free solutions that you as the leader can put into place as the, you know, bottom line decision maker. We're also going to cover a couple of different areas of holistic wellness that obviously are really left up to your team members to really prioritize in their own lives individually. So we're going to cover kind of both sides of the spectrum, what you as a leader have control over and some different reminders that you can actually instill and pass down to your team members, particularly if they are not used to working in a fully or hybrid virtual remote environment, right? Because we all know that working from home is just a little bit different. So go ahead, get your beverages, get your notebook and really, really engage with this episode and try to find at least that one thing that one action item that you are going to put into place after you listen through. Hello, my friend, it's Tiana Tai, Team Dynamics Consultant and trained industrial organizational psychologist, helping you to become a better leader than your last boss. And right now, you are tuning in to the go-to podcast for entrepreneurs building and leading teams, hiring, onboarding, management, or maybe you just want some general advice about building your business. Well, let me assure you, you are in the right place. So go ahead, crack open a fresh notebook because you are listening to TIPOD. I've got to take just a quick second to ask you for a serious bit of support. TIPOD would not be possible without your reviews, your comments, and just all of the positive feedback that we've been receiving so far. So if you haven't already, please go on, hit subscribe to make sure you're not missing out on any of this good and free content, and also be sure to leave a review. You may think that I'm not looking at them, but I swear to you, my friend, I read every single review and it just makes my heart so happy. So if you haven't already done so, hit pause, leave a review, and then let's get back to the goodness. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and dive into my top holistic wellness recommendations for your team. Now, first of all, let's just go ahead and address the fact that holistic wellness is one of those terms that's kind of thrown around a lot without having a very clear and concrete definition, right? So let's just break that down real quick. The word holistic means to address the entire person. So we're talking across all of the dimensions of personhood, physical, emotional, mental, social, and spiritual. 
I'll repeat that, physical, emotional, mental, social, and spiritual. And for a lot of us as business owners, as CEOs, as first or multiple time founders, we're like, what do I have to do with my team members' spiritual well-being? Well, not to worry, we're going to get into it. So all of these elements combined bring out the happiest and healthiest version of ourselves, right? Particularly when all of our needs are being met. So for those of you who have heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Once all of those needs are met, what happens? We reach self-actualization. And so that's kind of the spirit of the conversation that we're going to have today. Because while working remotely has its perks, and y'all know, I am probably like one of the world's largest advocates for virtual work and virtual teams and the fact that we can do this really effectively. So it does have its perks, but it really can make way for some pretty bad habits, right? So many of us, especially in our first interaction with working in the virtual world, we struggle finding balance and like remembering to leave the house. Oops. And because of that, we start to lack sunlight and vitamin D exposure. Or maybe we stop going to the gym and begin neglecting our physical health or we stay up too late because eh, I can just kind of roll out of bed and start work versus having to prioritize a full morning schedule to get myself up and ready and out of the house. Or maybe because we're working from within our home environment, some of those work-life boundaries are really beginning to dissolve and become non-existent. All of a sudden, we are available for the 10 p.m. email just because there's no distinct separation in between personal life and professional life now that everything happens under the same roof, right? So there are a number of these bad habits that kind of sneak in, and each of us has to define what the bad habit is for ourselves and start to figure out how to counteract those habits because the overall effect of when we do nothing and we allow all of those bad habits to just run rampant is it compounds very, very quickly. And it leads to some really undesirable consequences on our mental and physical health. So I know some of y'all are still wondering, but Tiana, you have not proven to me that this has anything to do with my business, with my company, but I swear to you, it has everything to do with it. You have to remember companies are not composed of soulless robots, right? The people who used to preach that and teach you that and those bro business coaches who are just like, hire the cheapest labor, like cut the bottom line, blah, 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 blah. They were lying to you and they were setting you up for failure because we as leaders are leading other human beings. So this ultimately does impact our company. It impacts our revenue, our bottom line, all of the above. If our team members' mental and physical health becomes degraded, it is going to impact every component of their lives, including their role within your company. Surprise, surprise, right? Like it's going to affect their personal relationships and their professional relationships alike. So that's why focusing on holistic wellness across your entire team ultimately can benefit the company, not just from a revenue perspective, but also from a company culture perspective. And that is a beautiful thing. So with all that being said, that's why I compiled this list of low cost or free recommendations of what you can do as a leader to go ahead and begin the work of improving your team members holistic wellness, as well as a few reminders, like I mentioned earlier, of what they can do themselves. So now that you have been thoroughly convinced, let's get into the list. 
Alrighty, so I'm about to break down like the top five things that you can do as a leader, but a quick reminder for you, of course you cannot, you know, make your team members go and prioritize their physical health by going to the gym. No, 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 no. There are definite limits to what we can do as leadership. One of those things, though, is leading by example, okay? So the top five things that I'm about to share with you, they may seem a little high level because those are different organizational company-wide levers that you can kind of pull and push to make sure that the, um, I guess I want to say the pathway, the environment is conducive to holistic wellness. Okay, so all of this is going to make sense. Let's just get into the five. So the first one for you today is to really, really, truly prioritize a culture of openness, right? And so another word that I want to throw out there for you is authenticity. Now, there's a huge conversation around keeping, you know, work life and home life separate because work is work. And thankfully, that narrative is starting to change. Because, again, we are whole people. So, of course, we want that openness to be within limits. You know what I'm saying? There is such a thing as an inappropriate level of openness and what have you. However, once you define what those limits are within your company, having that openness, being able to bring your authentic selves to the table, including, you know, when there's personal things going on, when there's someone experienced a trauma or something difficult or COVID like all of these very real life personal situations, losing a loved one, having a sick kid, so on and so forth, it does benefit the overall culture of openness to feel comfortable enough to be like, hey, Tiana, just a heads up, this is what's going on in my home life right now. Currently, that may not be affecting my work schedule, but I need to make you aware because it's an ongoing situation that I'm kind of working through on my personal time. Right. So my team being comfortable enough to say that to me because we have established a culture of openness is a really big deal. OK, so something to watch out for, like if you have team members who are top performers and are always on their game and you're noticing that they're forgetting things or missing deadlines or just something is off, there's some sort of shift in behavior and in the experience of working with them. That is a sign, that is a warning sign or an indication that something is going on. Now, it could be professional, they could be no longer happy with the role, or there could be added stress in the company because maybe you guys are in a launch, but it also could be personal. Maybe, like I said a minute ago, they have a sick kid at home or something like that. So really making sure that you're tuned into your people enough to be like, hey, hey, Sarah, I noticed that X, Y, and Z not an accusation here, but can we have a conversation? I just want to make sure that everything's going okay with you. And I want to see how I can provide support to you in any way, right? That is an example of a culture of openness. And that goes a really long way to make space for our team members overall wellness. Alrighty, so let's get in to my second tip for you. And that is truly prioritizing flexibility in your company as much as possible. The reality is 
And this is not just a small business and online business type of thing. Even my consulting with my corporate clients has demonstrated the fact that flexible scheduling is no longer a nice to have. It is a must have. So to implement flexible scheduling so that your team members can do things like make an appointment during the daytime for their physical health, their mental health, to hit the gym, to do something with their kids is absolutely critical. Okay. Furthermore, while your company might be able to, might not be able to, excuse me, provide advanced benefits like gym membership or daycare services or mental health coverage, you can provide them the time, right? So again, I understand that there are different limitations to the benefits that we can provide to our team. Tiana Tyco currently does not provide benefits for like mental health coverage or daycare or gym memberships or anything like that. However, If someone on my team needs to take that time to do some of those things, we are giving them that time and we will work around what appointments they need to set or what have you. Very few roles are so time sensitive that we cannot work around a one or two hour appointment in the middle of the day. As simple as that. Alrighty, number three. Number three, I really, really love this one. I talk about it kind of often. It's creating opportunities for genuine connection in your company. So we talked about it a little bit earlier, working remotely, being a part of a virtual online team. It can really get kind of lonely because, you know, you're by yourself for X amount of hours every day. You're probably only talking to team members about, you know, certain projects or deliverables or launches or what have you. And so there's not really a, you know, a space like the, the the proverbial cooler chat or the random I'm, oh, hey, I'm going to go grab a coffee. Do you want to come with me or do you want me to grab something for you? Right. When we're not working in person with people, we don't have those built in opportunities for genuine connection. And so depending on the size of your company, it sounds a little forced, it sounds a little weird, but you may have to proactively create those opportunities your dang on self, right? So if it's just you and a virtual assistant, executive assistant, and like one other person, it may be a little bit easier to keep that informal. However, if you have, you know, 5, 10, 20 plus team members, you may need to put things on calendar because let's call it what it is. We're busy human beings. Life is life. But putting some non-work related opportunities on calendar is a beautiful thing. Like set up team coffee chats at certain times throughout the week. If you need some fresh ideas about different virtual team bonding activities, feel free to check out TIPOD episode 46. Yep. Um, Easy virtual team building activities. Literally the name of the episode. Check that one out because we cover a bunch of different ideas there. Alrighty, so let's get into number four, the fourth um, holistic wellness recommendation that I would definitely give you as a leader to put into place is encouraging time off. Now, let me throw a huge on a huge big old caveat in there. I'm talking about both paid time off PTO and unpaid time off. Okay, I know that everyone's situation is different. I can't get into all of the nuance here. But let's just have a quick conversation because I know that Any single person listening right now has woken up one morning and was just not feeling it, right? Like maybe you needed a mental health day or even a mini sabbatical because you just need to get away, deconnect, disconnect, and really revitalize yourself, right? Okay, just like you, your team members go through the same things, so they may need to prioritize taking some time off. 
So one such policy that I would like for you to really start to think about is what your time off looks like in your company, both unpaid and paid, again, to be clear. So obviously paid time off, we can't get into all the nitty gritty of it, but it is going to have some nuance. There is going to need to be an approval process and a submission process. Unpaid time off, however, again, if someone just needs a mental health day or something like that, I do want you to proactively think about how disruptive is that going to be to your company? Truly, a lot of times we act like the world is going to end (laughs) when, you know, something has to get put off for 24 hours when in fact it is not, okay? So even just having a conversation with team members around what would this look like for us? Like, what does it look like if, if someone just needs a day? Is it a no questions asked policy? Do we need to talk about, okay, how do we reallocate the time that you're gonna spend? So for example, Let's say you have a team member that works about 20 hours a week. They inform you that they need to take the day for whatever reason. And again, they work about 20 hours a week. So perhaps it's as simple as giving them the day and reallocating some of that extra time to later on during the week. Alrighty, our final tip to round us out is going to be for you to go ahead and provide learning opportunities for your team members. Y'all are like, now wait a second, we've been talking about flexibility and cultures of openness and time off. I feel like learning opportunities are coming out of nowhere. But guess what? They are a part of holistic wellness. And it is one of the things that you as the leader actually have control over. Remember, I'm trying to give you realistic things that you can provide as, you know, management, as the boss, uh, versus what people kind of have to do for themselves, right? So there are different learning opportunities that you can make sure are integrated into your company that will prove to be beneficial to uh, their performance within their role in your company, as well as just their individual development. So there may be an online learning course that would really amplify their skills or help prepare them uh, for promotion within your company, so on and so forth. And that's a really great opportunity that you can invest in on behalf of your team member and offer up to them. This tends to really, really support just like that overall mental wellness because it demonstrates to our team members that we see them, we care about them, we care about their professional development and their personal development, and we are willing to invest in them because we believe in them. So we are coming up on the end. We have already gone through our five low-cost holistic wellness recommendations that you as a leader have direct control over within your company. But as promised, I want to give a couple of tips around each dimension of wellness that team members, your individual team members can do to improve their own wellness. So again, whether you want to share this Tipod episode with them, forward the blog over to them, this is going to be my rapid fire course quick tips around what every single individual can do to make some sort of improvement. So let's start with the obvious. Let's start with physical here. All right, we're talking about exercising, staying active by going to the gym, walking the dog, a home exercise program like my people over at Gym Fitness, um, YouTube exercises, literally whatever. Getting a good night's rest by not staying up too late, prioritizing, um, you know, decreasing your exposure to blue light after a certain amount of hours, so on and so forth. All right, so rapid fire on our emotional dimension. 
seeking out therapy, practicing mindfulness, stress reduction techniques, yoga, uh, different meditation, mindfulness, keeping a journal to record your thoughts and feelings. If you're like an expecting CEO like me, shout out to our family over at the expecting CEO, using those daily affirmations and journaling with them. Those are just a couple of ways that we can really um, focus on our mental health. So let's move on to social. Couple ideas here. Staying connected and making time for in-person connection, like really emphasizing to your team members that their connection with the team as a whole is going to be so beneficial to their career and their success within your company. Getting involved within your local community. So maybe you guys are dispersed throughout the country and you want to encourage each of them to get involved with their local community. Communities, or maybe you all are in the same city or state and once a quarter you prioritize getting together to do something community oriented, right? Setting boundaries with people in your life. So making sure that we communicate to our team members and lead by example. Have boundaries with me as your leader, but remember that these boundaries can also be extended into your personal life. Feel free and feel empowered to define what those boundaries look like for you. And last but definitely not least, that spiritual dimension. Three quick rapid fire tips here for any individual is to spend some time in nature or spend a few minutes each day meditating and practicing mindfulness, right? If you are religious in any capacity, taking the time to practice your faith. Very simple but uh, disturbingly tricky things to make sure that we prioritize in the complexity and just fullness of our daily lives, okay? So that is my rapid fire through the five different areas of wellness, but I want you to make sure you pass that along to your team. Think about how you are going to lead by example by leading yourself and really prioritizing each of these areas and feel free to share this with your people, right? Okay, so now that you have those five recommendations for exactly what you can do, as well as uh, recommendations for what any individual can do for themselves, I want you to start out small. Pick one. Pick one that you're going to go all in. So maybe you heard us chat about flexible work arrangements. Maybe you heard us chat about um, figuring out what that paid time off or unpaid time off policy looks like in your company. Really dig into that one that stuck out to you throughout today's episode and make sure you get clear on how you are going to promote that within your company. Once you get your arms wrapped around that one, move on to another. Because again, when we can prioritize our holistic wellness as individuals, as people on a team, what's going to happen by consequence. We're going to become a better team and a better company. We're going to show up better, serve our clients better, build a healthier community that's going to impact the world. And that's always the goal here. So let us know. Make sure you subscribe. Tune in to Pod next week. Let us know what your favorite part of this episode was over on social. And if you have not yet done so, please go leave a review. We love to hear from you. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.